this is to help you heal, and I'm your host, Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need, and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. Well, it's February, and as I mentioned last week, we are going to focus on relationships this month. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, I'm going to talk about relationships with other people, and we are, but not this week. Because I think if we want to have quality relationships with other people, if we want to invest ourselves well in them, not come into relationships through places of insecurity and filled with doubts, then we have to think about our relationship with ourselves. And maybe you're surprised by that. And I think if this would have been a few years ago, I probably wouldn't have started down this road in aspects of relationships. But a couple of years ago, I started to focus on the verse in the Bible that talks about the way we're supposed to love other people. And maybe you're thinking, I know where she's going with this. You know, we read that it says, love your neighbors as yourself. We read that in Mark chapter 12. And a few years ago, this verse really got me because if I want to love my neighbor as myself, then I have to think about how am I loving myself? What does that even mean? What does it mean to love myself? What does that look like? And as I started to walk down that path of sort of the internal investigation of, am I loving myself? And the way in which I love myself or not, is that worth something I'd want to give to somebody else? Do I often love others more than I love myself? Am I making sacrifices and embracing relationship with them in a way that I don't even embrace relationship with myself? And the hard answer was yes. And through that journey, I have realized, and I've been working on this for a couple of years, so I've made a lot of strides. But in that time, as I started down that path of realization, I realized that I, I wasn't kind to myself, that I set all kinds of unreasonable expectations, ex- expectations that I would never set for anyone else. But I did this all the time to myself. I kind of expected failure on a fairly frequent basis. I didn't go into situations or opportunities expecting myself to do well in them or to achieve desired outcomes. No, quite the opposite. I expected failure and I didn't think that I would do a great job or I doubted my ability to work through it. I assumed defeat a lot of the time. And so this verse, this place of saying, hey, you know, Jesus says to love your neighbor as yourself, it's really caused me to dial into the way I am with myself. And so I want to invite you to dial into that too, because I don't think I'm the only one. I don't think I'm the only one that is harsh with myself. I don't think I'm the only one that's cruel with myself. And we've talked a lot about negative self-talk. You know, we've talked through that in, in past episodes. And in my book, To Help You Heal, there are many times where I talk about negative self-talk or the discouragement that comes from doubting ourselves, how that looks and plays out over time. So sure, it's not the first time we've had this conversation, but I want it to be a conversation that we see in a little bit different way. Because if I want to have great relationships, 
And if I want to invest myself in other people, and if I want to love my neighbor as myself, then I need to love myself. You know, and I think when it, when we read in that verse to love your neighbor, it's not just talking about the person that lives next door to you. You know, that's a little bit of a a very strict literal interpretation, but let's take it figuratively. Who are our neighbors? You know, I think that word would incorporate our family, our spouse or significant other, our friends, our kids, our parents, anyone that we're connected to by relationship Let's love them to the degree that we love ourselves. But in order to do that, we have to love ourselves. So what does that even mean? It means to be generous, to to love unconditionally, no strings attached, no insecurity, no expectation of failure, no cynicism. And if I want to do that and give that to other people, which I absolutely do, then I need to do that for and to myself. So this week, as we embark on this place of examining relationships, I want to invite you to examine your relationship with yourself. Are you kind to yourself? Are you generous? Do you love yourself unconditionally? Do you love yourself as much on the days that you get it right as you do on the days that you know you got it wrong? Are you thinking thoughts and saying things inside that are filled with condemnation, guilt, the weight of expectation, and often uh, unreasonable expectations? Or can you come instead to this place of grace, of saying, I'm going to try to treat myself the way I treat someone else. I'm going to look for the good. I'm going to expect the good. I'm not going to judge myself based on the perception of failure or success, but I'm going to look for opportunities for growth and I'm going to encourage myself for taking steps, for trying new things, for living outside my comfort zone. I'm going to carve out moments and space that I know just feels good to me. I'm not going to expect that I need to fill every single moment of my day with seemingly productive activities, but I'm going to give space for recovery and rest and grace and creativity and expressions of who I am. Because, you know, I I don't think we'd ever look at someone else and say, hey, you can't have any downtime or you don't deserve to have a few moments to yourself. And if we're thinking that when we are looking at other people, then it is a cause for some internal investigation because we're probably doing that to ourselves. And if we're feeling critical of somebody else, oftentimes that comes because we're jealous and we want that for ourselves. So let's just give it to ourselves. And I think if if we want an inside scoop into where are the places where I'm most hard on myself, I would ask you, where are the places that you feel jealous of other people? Because oftentimes, and I found this through my own experience, the places where I'm jealous of someone else, it's because I want that for myself and I'm not giving it to me. And I don't mean in the sense of, you know, tangible objects, things you can buy, but I mean the way that I treat myself. 
have you ever, and I, I think this is a common one from, for women, have you ever seen your husband sitting around, you know, doing something he enjoys doing just for the sake of enjoyment and thought to yourself, why isn't he doing this task or this activity? Or have you ever felt frustrated because all your kids do is sit around and enjoy themselves and do whatever it is they want and you're, you know, breaking your back to get everything done? And sure, maybe your kids need to step it up, but maybe you also need to give yourself a little grace and not feel like you're the one that has to carry all the weight and do all the things. Because if we know that we have value, if we can say, I deserve some moments of downtime, I deserve some time to rest and reflect and be creative and not have to have my day packed out with activity, then that value is going to inspire us, compel us to help other people in our home and in our lives make adjustments to the way they treat us. Why wouldn't we want that? We would want that for somebody else. So let's want that for ourselves. And since we've been in this whole journaling thing throughout the past couple of weeks, I'm going to ask you to keep journaling today. And throughout this week, I'm going to ask you to journal those places where you start to have an awareness that you're not treating yourself with kindness places where you do want to make a change, places where you feel cynical or frustrated or irritated with other people. Some of those might be indications of places where we're just hard on ourselves. So write that down and start to make that change. Live in such a way that the way you treat yourself is exactly a good thing, a beautiful thing that you can give to somebody else. And then come back here with me next week because we are going to dive into relationships with other people. We're going to talk about our marriage relationship, our relationship with our significant other if you're not married, because I think there are some key things that we can do to help that relationship flourish, some ways that we can look at the other person and see them in all of their messy humanity, find the good and encourage the growth and be a partner with them. You know, I have had so many wonderful conversations with my husband, Dan, not necessarily all birthed out of this place of being wonderful, a lot, you know, birthed out of frustration or difficulty, but it's in those conversations and that growth that I can say, hey, I've realized some things that I've done that haven't served our relationship well. And I see things that he's done that have been such a blessing to me. And so it's coming to the table in full authenticity to say, I I don't have all the answers for relationships, but I'm willing to share what I have with you because I've figured some things out the hard way and I've gotten some inside stories and strategies from other people. And so let's talk about those. Let's build the kind of relationship with our significant other that offers us both this opportunity for growth and love and meaningful connection that we can trust and rely on each other. That's what we're going to talk about next week. I hope you'll come back and join me. 